Welcome back to Legally Judgy. I'm Nicole. And I'm Alexa. Alexa. Nicole. Tell me about your life right now. My life is your life. Your life is my life, girl. We're intertwined. Did you ever watch I May Destroy You? What? Did you ever watch I May Destroy You? No. On HBO. What is that? It's this amazing show. Um, Sounds destructive. I was just going to say, well, there's this one line where they're like, your birth is my birth, your death is my death. And that just reminded me of that. Is this a rom-com? No, it's like, it's actually quite dark, but it was a joke. I mean, the title and the the line you just fed me was, you do like dark. I don't like dark. No, I mean, I like dark sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I have enough dark things in my daily life. That you don't need TV? Yeah. Okay. Until I somehow become like an heiress. Yeah. I can't do dark. Okay. Well, and what's light and happening in your life? Well, okay. Speaking of dark. Oh. Speaking of things that are dark in my Try life. to change the direction. But, but here's light. I'll, I'll make it light because I feel like I should be the, the light at the end of the tunnel in a okay. lot of people's lives. Um, we, I think we made it, girl. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. I think okay. we made it. Besides our TikTok explosion? Be- besides the TikTok explosion, we made it because we got our first not so great review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like when you get that, it means... It's not just our moms listening to our podcast mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Unless this is my mom incognito, in which case, mom, we need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. So this person left a review that basically said that our titles sound really interesting. Titles of our episodes. So there's a plus. Okay. Um, that, but that we talk too much about ourselves. Oh, okay. And basically, it sounds like, she, I don't know if it's a she, but I'm going to go with she. Presume. Um, they. Um, said that it would be a lot better if we just stopped talking about ourselves and focused on the topic at hand. Oh, okay. That's cute. Yeah. So at first I was like, wow, that's really hurtful because, <laughs> because I'm a Libra and I need everybody in my life and out of my life mm-hmm. to love me, mm-hmm. to absolutely love me. Okay. And it could be someone, a stranger on the street. And I find out that stranger one day doesn't like me. I, I'm not going to stop thinking about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think, what what did I do? Did so I, you like fall asleep at did, night thinking did I walk about that? Her? Yeah, okay. I like to be liked. I'm very much Libra in that way. I do too. But so ironically, actually, I was listening to this video today on Instagram. I think it was Pitbull speaking. Actually, oddly, he's the one that's giving you the deep. Hear me out. Deep think. Hear me out. And he it's very eloquently said, "If you don't have haters, you're not doing things right." and so i was like yeah you're right like you need people to look at you and be envious and have opinions and have critiques Mm -hmm. for us to know that we're doing something that's like reaching people you know and garnishing the opinions so according to you and pitbull yeah very wise person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're doing things right yeah for sure you know and she it wasn't completely terrible she said that she was going to continue to give us a chance to see if we stop talking about ourselves that's not going to happen so, with you. We like to talk about ourselves. That's that's kind of why I also bring it up just as a, a warning to this person. If if you're still with us. Yep. Because Pete Davidson came out and I definitely, we talked about ourselves a lot. A lot. Talked about going to comedy shows. Talked about people getting kicked out. Talked about needles and tattoos. Talked about my hair. Yep. So she probably actually hated that intro. She didn't finish it. It was all about me. Yeah. But that's the way I like it. Yeah. And that's the way that I'm sure you do. <laughs> you like it to talk about it's you, a lot right? of you and your favorite things. My biggest thing is like, first and foremost, everybody, we're a comedy channel. And like, yeah, we talk about the law, but like, but also if you really want to know what the law, go to law school. Go to law school. Like, we're here to keep it light, bright and fun. And, it, and it's expensive. So maybe just audit a couple classes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe watch some NPR. 
What's maybe that thing? Some master class. Maybe there's a master class on law. On the law. Yeah. And if there isn't, and people want to pay us to come up with the curriculum for that, mm-hmm. let us know so that we can hire somebody else to do it for us. But maybe we can get a cut of that because I don't, I don't want to go that much into law. Yeah. It's actually part of the our intro. We talked about wanting to have something fun. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just felt like we really needed to get this out there, you know? Listen, it's off of our chest. We have haters. We're doing good things. I feel better. Semi-haters. Um, I'd, be, I'd be curious if she sticks with us now. I don't think so. Well, I hope she's a full hater. We she, need full haters. You want her to be a full hater? Yeah. Well, it was two stars, not one, but it might be one after this. Yeah, that's fine. We'll live? I, I really don't care. Okay. I'm sure Cardi B doesn't care either. Cardi B does not care about the haters. haters. She doesn't give a fuck. She has like a, a great way to respond, which is basically F you. Yeah. You. That's how I feel. <laughs> F you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If I could say surprising. some more explicit things, I would, but I'm not going to. In in general. Not I try just, to be a lady. You Wow. That's you trying, huh? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you didn't try. I mean, I'm a modern lady at that. So, you know. So our girl Cardi B is very Cardi relatable B. for you. Yeah. I like her a lot. She's got so much pizzazz. I'm here for it. I love how little fucks she gives. Actually. Um, sometimes there may be too few. I would like for her to give like a, a, a couple, couple extra couple, fucks. Maybe like instead of two fucks, four fucks. Yeah, yeah. Four fucks given. But I like what she's doing. Okay. Well, you want to tell us a little bit about her? Yeah. So Cardi B um, was born in 1992 as Belkalis Marlinus Almanzar in New York City. Um obviously she's not going by that name when she raps on stage there's a lot of there's a lot of um syllables in that Mm -hmm. so people call her people started to call her bacardi when she was young because her sister's name is hennessy and so i guess like why only give one child a liquor name you should definitely do it for the other (laughs) so i started to call her bacardi and Mm -hmm. then shorten to cardi b i think that's cute how do you feel about that i mean i'm curious you start off with bacallus then you move to hennessy i wonder maybe if but I'd imagine she wasn't named after, like, Hennessy Hennessy. Do we know that? Is there another Hennessy that one can be named after? I mean, I've never met a Hennessy. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest here. <laughs> but I do think it's cute that maybe afterward, because uh, the sister's younger, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. maybe the parent that named her was like, oh, man, I messed that one up, right? I should have named... I should have named Cardi. After my favorite drink. Cardi first. Yeah, yeah. Like I should have thought in retrospect. So maybe they tried to. So it's cute. It's like romantic. you have, you mm-hmm. have Bacardi and you have Hennessy. Hennessy. Yep. I probably would go with different alcohol names. What? Casamigos? I would do, I would do Espalone. I would mm. do Espy. That's cute. That's a cute nickname. <laughs> Espy for my, my sure. favorite tequila, Espalone. Espalone, okay. if you're listening, talk to us about some sponsorships. Yeah, huh? we're here. Um, And maybe, maybe Tito's because my, my wife likes Tito's. So maybe that that's equal how about you i would name my kid vogue clico you're such a bougie i just love champagne <laughs> and you could call it like what are you gonna call it for short jesus what a name in kindergarten vogue clico lico lico actually that's kind of cute See? lico you're welcome but you got to go by lico think on my toes well so anyways cardi b was a member of the bloods gang um since the age of 16 which feels aggressive mm. at 16 i don't just i i she got into it when she was 16 she yeah yeah oh a little later in life is that how that works i mean i don't know i'm not from the streets. <laughs> okay i, I thought the sign-up sheets happened much earlier around fifth grade i think like the same isn't book. it really it's, early? A, it's like the rhyme of time of the book fair is the scholastic book fair they, yeah they're like there's the line for scholastic and the line for blood <laughs> like which Initiation. one do you want yeah. i think that's how it goes um and for what it's worth she says she would not recommend it Okay, so that's if, great. if you were you. in between the book fair line and the and the and the bloods line, Cardi says switch lines. Go left. Yep. Yeah, go okay. left. Okay. 
Um, so she goes, she basically was working at a deli for, you know, some part of her youth. I don't know, like, how long and when that spanned from. But basically, she's working at this deli in Tribeca, mm-hmm. which is in New York. She gets fired from the deli and immediately goes to being a stripper across the street. Um, apparently, much- this change in career was recommended to her by the deli manager. Yeah. So, you know, at least he's fired her just you know real good good life advice that's nice though you get fired and then you get recommended for another job well i don't know if he recommended her directly but he it feels helped, creepy he, well he helped guide her it just feels creepy like so were you looking at me this entire time and you just yeah. decided that i have a stripper's body he's like you don't you don't have a body to make sandwiches you have a body to strip Fair. why don't you go on along kid yeah that is creepy but she did say it saved her life. She ended up going back to school while she was stripping and was able to get out of an abusive relationship. So obviously the stripping went well. And I know she speaks highly of it, actually. Yeah. She liked stripping. Mm-hmm. So good mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to get popular on Vine around Vine. 2013. Do you remember Vine? I remember being a thing, but I never... Didn't get into it? Used it? Nope. I bet it, you would have had it stood long enough. Like you resisted TikTok for yeah, a while yeah. and now you're on the tiktok i am on the tiktok sadly. vine i couldn't six seconds it was just oh it was that short yeah it was only wow. six second videos well you, you can get out in six seconds uh, people are really clever wow i have okay. to say my wife she's like a she keeps me young i'll say that because she was on vine she was showing me funny stuff because i also thought what could you do in six seconds yeah, yeah. but i'm apparently very long-winded a lot you did can you get see out cardi while you guys were on there um i didn't no no okay. no i don't right. think so sorry cardi. sorry cardi but it worked out without us watching yeah, her clearly, clearly. <laughs> i don't think she needs us Mm-mm. as much as i'd like to think so well so from 2015 to 2016 she appears on two seasons of love and hip-hop new york um from what i understand her storyline kind of centered around her pursuing her music career but also kind of being with slash breaking up with her fiance who was in prison at the time Mm. but she was very open about having wanted to be a rapper for the most part and she was like quite vocal about saying that her biggest inspirations were like missy elliott and spice and lady gaga and lil kim and madonna and selena go check out our selena episode and tweet so I i think she was really smartly using this platform to like get her name out there in a mm. music way outside of you know all of her vine videos did you watch that show uh i, I like very loosely i just am not a big love and hip-hop fan yeah it's so scripted and painful to me that, like i couldn't really do it you hate scripted reality shows i cannot stand it Anytime- what am i watching it just make a scripted show at that point but like, it what is. is the point but i feel like it's a it's like a you know something that's not really spoken but you know it's true but nobody was a good actor or actress so i'm like this is so you're just watching bad acting that's why it was horrible to me i couldn't do it i did watch recently cardi at one of the um finales or what are they what are they the the reunion shows yeah Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. she like pops off on the other woman and she throws like a shoe at her yeah i think that's when i was like oh i like her you were in it yeah i liked that i haven't watched anything else i mean she only rose from there and that she, so from there, she releases two mixtapes, Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 1 and 2. You couldn't even Did you say like that without laughing. <laughs> because I knew... You're such a lame. I'm, I'm so vanilla you're, that me yeah. saying Gangsta you're really Bitch... You're proper. You have a lot of couth. I think it's Gangster Bitch. I, no. It's definitely gangsta not bitch. ER. What am I... I I'm, <laughs> I'm from the hill. I'm from a suburb. Okay? What am I... Didn't gangsta, you go to Olive Garden and, and Red Robin? Yeah, that's people. I was I went to the book fair. I did not go to the Bloods line. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's it's terrible. I, not, I was circling the Bloods line, so it's Gangsta Bitch Volume One and Two. Okay, there circling you go. the Bloodline. 
trying to decide. <laughs> You're the one getting kids in. Come over here, kid. <laughs> Fuck Scooby-Doo. Uh, okay, so she releases these two mixtapes before signing with Atlantic in 2017. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have to be on trashy reality or scripted reality for too long. Not long at all. She releases her first studio album called Invasion of Privacy in 2018. And this is where, like, she's put over the edge, right? She comes out with, like, some some bangers uh bodak yellow uh bardier cardi and i like it which i feel like are still played to this day at least i like it that got oh that got played so much such a good song what's that i still like it what you're trying to think of your favorite i can't remember what it is now because now i've got all these ones playing in my head so it's really hard for me to think independently just like keep going yeah but all together fading between the three so i'm just gonna pass (laughs) on that and it was successful, pretty successful, certified triple platinum, named Billboard, uh, named by Billboard as the top female rap album of the 2010s. She won a Grammy for Best Rap Album. Just huge. Only woman to win this as a solo artist and first female rap artist nominated in 15 years. Really impressive. It's crazy. Suck on that, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> oh, not a Nicki fan. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like how she like tries to bring Cardi down. Like, put some respect in this right. lady's name. She's clearly doing well. I did. I so I liked Nicki when she was first on the scene, and then I just hate. There's so few female rappers. I wish we could all just get along. You know, like. <laughs> But no, for real, like because it's like, club. yeah, there's like two. Okay. There's Lil' Kim, of course. Like there's plenty. Well, Trina's also different generations. So they don't count. I know, but it's just, it's finally like, I don't, I know there's like, ra- like feuding in rap is a big thing, but yeah. I'm like when there's only two of you in the mainstream hip hop Now there's more. World, now we've got Meg. We do. It's better. Um, so while promoting, she comes out to announce her pregnancy with Offset from, from Migos. Migos. I love Migos. That should be no surprise. Yeah. Um, they used to be good. Because I love Future. We a poster of them in our home. Back then. You do. It's signed. It's very cool. It's so weird. Okay, um, I always ahead. stare at it. <laughs> uh, they later get secretly married. Um, they separate. She files for divorce uh, at one point, but then they get back together. That feels like a gangster relationship. I've gangster? Ever heard one. Gangster, no, gangster? No, gonna move on. I thought it was gangster. So anyways. Okay. Cardi has also made her monies in multiple other ways. Um, she's had some partnerships with MAC Cosmetics, with Fashion Nova, and with Reebok. She's also obviously won a ton of awards. I mean, Alexa mentioned some of them, like the Grammys, but she's also gotten like BET, MTV, Guinness, first female rapper to get ASCAP Songwriter of the Year, both the first and the second time. Um, And in 2020, she becomes the first female rapper to become Billboard's Woman of the Year. And then I think, I mean, I I would say in the past couple of years, it's really taken off in a crazy way. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, like, I think of her being in Hustlers, which was the film in 2019. um, And she was on a rap show on Netflix as a judge. So I think she's now really created some lanes for Mm -hmm. herself that are not just her doing music. Oh, completely. I mean, I know fashion was one of them. One of the most interesting things I learned, and this wasn't surprising, sadly, but she had talked about in past interviews being rejected by multiple fashion designers. Yeah. And I could imagine why. Yeah. Um, her image, maybe there was racism. I, I don't know. She's also not like a mix your standard like, size double zero for right. like high-end fashion. I'm sure there's there's got to be. I mean, who else? But whatever. I mean, anyway, I think to your point, the way that she talks, right? It's like, you're supposed to be more polished and put together. Mm -hmm. And I love that she does not change. And it paid off because in 2018, she became the first female rapper in the U.S. to appear on the cover of Vogue and became the face of Balenciaga's ad campaign for the winter 2020 season. 
Well, so I feel like I knew that she had made it when she was when she first went to the Met Gala because, mm. as some people know, the Met Gala is like this fashion gala that occurs at the Met Museum in the Metropolitan Museum in New York City, but it's invite only by Anna Wintour, who's the editor in chief of Vogue magazine. And so Anna personally invites each person, and she also does the table mm-hmm. settings like herself. And so in my mind, I was like, if Anna Wintour is now seeing you and thinking that you need to be here and personally inviting you, like you've transcended so many genres by sitting yeah. at these tables. Yeah. And she also came in some like really beautiful looks. So I was like, you go girl. She's so versatile. I love all her mm-hmm. looks. She really does change them up a yeah, lot. And I love it. she has a lot of fun with it. I My favorite is her nails always. And I'm not like, I don't really pay attention to those things, but I'm, it makes me think of that lady, the meme. Who's I just like, don't know typing. how she gets anything done. I'm like, girl, <laughs> clearly you're not typing. That video when she was trying to eat a salad with them. I'm like, I, I was so intrigued. I'm like, how are you going to do this? I have to see. Just with the nails. How does this end up? The nails are the, are the spork. Right. And, uh, <laughs> nails it's a really slow eating process um and she's seen as a feminist and a trailblazer for women and women of color i think you know she's been credited for helping open the door for uh poc artists who no longer need to pander or soften themselves in order to become household names Mm -hmm. um and the invasion of privacy album her her first and only to date um Someone quoted, I think it was like a a critic said, you know, that invasion of privacy itself multiplied the wealth of talent and resurrected the idea that numerous women who who controlled their own stories could dominate rap at once, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's cool. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to get into WAP, but I feel like that's, that's not a woman controlling her own narrative. I don't know what is. Precisely. And so she's also pretty political. I mean, she was a huge Bernie supporter um, and she ended up using her social media quite a bit to advocate for causes like gun control and the Me Too movement and even environmental change. So I think that she, again, has really like found her voice in her lane and knows how to like rally her troops behind things that matter. Speaking of voice, it made me think of her coronavirus video. Remember when it was hitting last Oh my God. That's when I, I got that, I got that stuck in my head. I just shouted at me quite a bit. (laughs) Like, Okay. (laughs) cool play <laughs> i love to imitate sounds or or voices mm-hmm. that i think are really fun so yeah. i was trying so hard but i can't get her pitch um I mean, and then quite high she was also such comedic relief for me in the 2020 election which you know we talked about this but i was so obsessed with watching the polls and everything and i would just watch her story yeah and she's like screaming at the yep. television and yep. i'm like this is great this makes everything better it reminds me of Kanye circa hurricane katrina but way more funny when he's like, you know, George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> but again, speaking of, was funnier. Go watch our Kimmy yeah. episode. But yeah, she she makes it a little bit funnier in that sense. But that that's Kanye wasn't wrong. Well, so on the other side of the light and the bright that she brings, she's also had a little bit of drama. Um, she got into an altercation with Nikki after the New York Fashion Week uh, after party. Um, this I think it was a couple of years ago. It's so maybe like 2019. 18, 19, something like that. Um, but she basically said it was because Nikki spoke negatively about Cardi as a mom, which I think is like completely fucked up. And those are fighting words if you ask me. Right. If I have learned nothing from Real Housewives, it's that you don't bring the kids into it. <laughs> I just... Including your parenting. Because people For are sure. going to see red. You're not going to... You black out. But what... Yeah, you black out. She said that, like, didn't... She was like, Nikki was saying this to reporters or tabloids yeah. or other people like there she was didn't no say it to cardi she was yeah. saying to other people yeah so cardi just saw her and leaving out and was like bitch i remember what you said yeah. and like tried, and took and off tried. her shoe and tried to basically look at the shoe yeah that's her move listen that's I mean, like girl, love and hip girls got good aim if you see the videos it came pretty close to nikki's face so i'm like it's like a boomer she just she needs a boomerang doing. a boomerang show so it just comes back and she catches it after she's thrown it 
Yeah. If you can come up with that for Cardi, She's I feel like she'll aim. definitely pay for that. I'm surprised nobody like cut a meme like that. That's true. We can do you it. Can do it. Yeah. That's I'm glad great. we're on the same page as always. I actually wonder if Nikki feels badly about that now that she's a mom. I doubt it. She probably doesn't even care. Probably I don't get the impression that Nikki right. really cares about any of that stuff. I feel like she wants to make her money and that's probably be right. with her little guy that yep. she's with. Yep. I don't even know. Their their pictures make me feel awkward. I try to avoid Nikki now, actually. I don't yeah. like seeing them posing together. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's weird for me. All right. In uh, 2019, a video comes out from 2016 where she's saying she drugged and robbed men who came into her room for sex while she was a stripper. Casual. So, of course, how does she handle this now? She denied ever putting anything into a man's drink, which mm-hmm. I felt like it was a really smart PR. Like, it's something that us as lawyers would tell, like, our client to be like, be very specific. If you say you never drugged them this way, maybe implicit, right? Like, right. I never put anything into his drink. Yeah. How about the other ways you can <laughs> drug somebody? Exactly. <laughs> I use chlorophone over their mouths. Okay. That's very specific. I was like, that's a, that's a smart lawyer PR team you got there. Um, not saying that you did it. This is all just me. It's allegedly. This is conjecture. This is just jokey jokes. Um, She said that they were all conscious, willing, and aware, but that she did take their money because they wasted her time by falling asleep on her. Also quite specific, conscious, willing, and aware. There is a lot of gray between like that and and the opposite end of things that I don't think makes it necessarily like legal. We don't want to get into the the legal credence of any of this, but this is what she said. Um, My thing was just that I, the fact that she was like, well, they wasted my time. Like we we were doing our thing. We moved back up to the hotel room and you're going to fall asleep on me. I mean, her and Patrizia Gucci would be besties. I think so. Watch out offset. Let's reunite them. You can only cheat so many times. (laughs) She'll take you back so many times. (laughs) She got her own money. And so last little bit of drums, she allegedly attacked two bartenders who she accused of sleeping with offset in 2018. She apparently was at like some bar or club and threw bottles at them. Yeah. Um, and she later had charges filed against her. The case is still ongoing as of February. So TBD on how that turns out. But um, mm-hmm. probably not surprisingly, Nikki, the shady bitch, actually pokes fun of Cardi <laughs> in, her, in like a future music video by literally having these two bartenders in it in the background dancing yeah. after shady. her and Cardi had apparently like squashed their beef. Yeah. So, She's petty. See? That's fun. Nikki... Nikki, come on. We want more from you, girl. Let's stick together as women. Well, so as we mentioned, Cardi had the had a mixtape that she released in 2016 called Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 1. Um, sadly, some less than gangsta issues kind of came out of said mixtape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so the cover of the mixtape shows Cardi sitting, drinking a bottle of beer while a man with a large back tattoo of a tiger and a snake intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um He's between her legs, um, presumably going down on her. We're just going to leave it there. And so she had a designer for this album cover. His name was Tim Gooden. He said that he was given $50 to create the cover. Mm-hmm. And so originally he puts together a cover based on an actual picture taken of Cardi in a male model who was in the same pose. So Going down on her. Yeah, which she's feels like, odd because I'm how like, did how did that picture happen? So but she's, I know. I was like, for anybody, first go Google it because I feel like this is going to be important to the yeah. episode. But she's like sitting with her legs up and he's between her legs. She's like in the OBGYN position. Correct. That's a great PC way to say it. <laughs> so you see the entire, the man's back, right? Uh-huh. Is like the bottom third mm-hmm. of the album cover. Mm-hmm. Very prevalent, mm-hmm. right? Very, very uh, obvious. Yes. So... Like I said, originally the, the the designer kind of uses a picture that was actually taken of Cardi and another male of a male model in the same pose. Mm-hmm. Um, but her team wanted something more on the male model's back. Um, I did see the first draft, and 
I feel like what it turned into was better, but you guys should look it up, like Alexa said. So Tim, the designer, ends up going back and Googling kind of back tattoos because he's like, okay, how can I spruce this up? And so he found this back tattoo of the tiger and the snake and photoshops it onto the cover. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, it was a copy-paste job with a couple tweaks. Like I think he removed the neck tattoo portion and one of the arms was kind of um, repositioned and the image was tilted. So it wasn't exactly what he saw on Google, but... Yeah, like there were there were some similarities. It wasn't like the guy from Google became the model, right? Because again, she posed with an actual guy who was hired to be the model in this picture, right? Who had so he had back to he had a back tattoo, but they didn't think it was they didn't like enough. It wasn't edgy. I think think he was like a bit uh, like more petite. Yeah, I was gonna say he looks skinnier to me. Yeah, so so they wanted something like a bit more bulky and like prominent. Yeah, raw. Okay, yeah, more (laughs) raw. Is that the term? Mm -hmm. I think so. So problem october 2017 self-proclaimed male model kevin brophy jr i'm gonna call him male model kevin okay it's kind of a long one for us but i feel like i'm getting zoolander vibes drive it in okay male model kevin um he says that the tattoo from her album cover is actually his tattoo Mm -hmm. and he's alleging that cardi copied it and used his likeness in a misleading offensive humiliating and provocatively sexual way in quotes and he actually wants five million dollars as compensation not a small amount of money five million dollars for using his likeness yep and we want to note right now there's really no dispute that it's this guy's tattoo um (laughs) if you look it up it's pretty clearly the same tattoo like literally the same tattoo and also it didn't help that as nicole mentioned you said the guy had tim gooden the designer admitted to copying and pasting yep yep (laughs) but we'll get back to that part yeah we'll we'll get into it and then you know but but okay so nicole i feel like you always do this for us i'm gonna ask you to do it again what are male model kevin's claims Okay, so one is misappropriation of likeness, which is similar to the right of publicity. And so essentially, the per- a person, right, has the right to control the commercial use of their name, their likeness, or any other recognizable aspect of their self. So basically, you've got the right to control making money off of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so here, male model Kevin is claiming that the use of his image was fundamental to launching her popularity and notoriety. And at one point, even referred to himself as Cardi's quote-unquote sex toy, placed on the cover to, in quotes, attract consumers and promote her edgy persona, music, and image as a hard, dominant, and aggressive rapper, end quote, which led to her success, fame, etc. So to to wrap that up, misappropriation of likeness, he's saying that she and Tim used his likeness on this cover to make commercial, you know, success and profits off of it. To make money off of it. Yep. Another one of his claims, invasion of privacy, false like. I wonder if this invasion of privacy claim inspired her later <laughs> album title. I think so. Maybe she was like, she was it. Scarred. let's yeah. go with it. Ride it right out. Um, so tell us about it. False light. We've talked about this on a couple episodes. Yep. It's similar to defamation, but it's a little bit different. It's only um, applicable in a couple of different jurisdictions. And California is one of them, which is where this suit is being brought. So false light is when a per- basically allows a person to sue when something highly offensive is implied to be true about them, but it's actually false. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, male model Kevin is saying the album cover falsely portrayed him as having sex with Cardi. So he's saying, you know, my back tattoo, it's kind of, these two claims are complementary, yeah. right? My likeness, which we've 
talked about this again before likeness is just like anything to do with you Mm -hmm. right um so his tattoo and its likeness is so recognizable and associated with him that now people are going to see this album cover and think that's male model kevin that has to be him yep false light he's saying i didn't go down on you cardi b how dare you i'm no i'm no sex toy no ho (laughs) well so cardi obviously had her defenses so cardi said that she's not the one who photoshopped the tattoo onto her album cover. So basically, you've got the wrong person. Mm-hmm. But the court says she signed off on this and is still profiting from it. So like, hey, that's not going to work. Nice try. Nice try, though. Yeah. But imagine if you could get away with that every time. Not me. It wasn't me. It was the guy I paid 50 bucks to. Like, Leave me alone. <laughs> not me. And so she also says the use of the image was transformative. So they're entitled to the transformative fair use defense, which is basically based on the First Amendment and like freedom of expression principles. Mm-hmm. And so she is basically saying that the new image or the image just generally, you know, based on the Google and then moving it over to the album cover was sufficiently altered so that it wasn't just a copy and they didn't misappropriate his likeness. That may be kind of hard because as we mentioned, the designer removed, you know, the neck tattoo portion and repositioned a few things, but he really used the same exact back back tattoo in and of itself. Right. To me, it's basically like, hey, the model that was actually in the picture with her was skinnier than you. Yeah. So we just cut off the things that didn't fit onto his body. Yeah. Not transformative, um, in my opinion. Um, And then she also tries to argue that male model kevin's face and name weren't used so there couldn't be commercial misappropriation Mm -hmm. but again you know i think that's also a little bit hard because i don't think you need to have the person's name and face in there as long as there's something that's identifiable yeah yeah. right yeah but hey she tried i gotta commend them they tried (laughs) they tried to find every ways in which it was a little bit different right so we talk about this a lot what are the damages here because okay you have a claim but what harm was done to you? Because otherwise, how are you going to get $5 million for this, right? Yeah. Um, in, <laughs> sorry. I just think it's hilarious. Okay. I'm sorry, ma'am, Maude Coven. I get it. I, I respect you for trying here. He's insisting that his career was ruined after this. In his filing, he claimed to work at a surf shop where he's required to wear board shorts, but no shirt regularly. And that as such, his back tattoo is exposed frequently and that it's become a unique feature to his friends, his business, and the surfing community. Okay, so I have questions. Um, Mm -hmm. Is he often being photographed just for his back tattoo? Okay. Did people recognize said back tattoo? What does you working in a, in a surf shop have to do with her album sales? I just, I right. would just love evidence for all of this. It just feels like a massive stretch. You're not wrong. I feel like, okay, if you were a celebrity and you were really well known and then they use you to advertise a product, I get it, right? Because yeah. you're, you're banking on this person's fame yeah. to make you money. Yep. But no offense, male model, Kevin, I don't know who you are. And let's, okay his friends, his business, and his surfing community. How big is even the surfing community? How Are you getting money for your back tattoo? Are the surfers listening to Cardi B? Did they know that it was you when the they same? picked up Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 1? Right. Mm-hmm. Are they on the invasion of privacy thing? I don't know. Maybe they're on her listserv. Maybe. And they were like, oh shit, male model Kevin. <laughs> male model Have you seen your back tattoo? <laughs> oh man. You know what? I was looking for new music, male model Kevin, and I, I love your music, and I saw this tattoo, this, your tattoo on this cover art. Are you Cardi B's producer? Crazy. Uh, He's also insisting he suffered emotionally. Naturally. There's always Uh, the emotional claim. Male model Kevin is just trying to get along with his life and be the surfer we all know he can be. Sounds like it. Um, He's claimed he's faced 
uncomfortable questions about the cover and has felt ridiculed, disgusted, and humiliated, in quotes. He even claims it's negatively impacted his family and that his wife and children have experienced trauma, in quotes. Um, Apparently, his son is attending a Christian pre-kindergarten school. Um, He saw it and has asked about it regularly. I feel like if this kid saw it, male model Kevin probably like casually left it around the house so that his son would ask about it because this guy clearly needs attention. <laughs> because in in what other capacity would this come up to a pre-K child? The pre-K child, because the pre-K child is learning how to spell gangsta bitch volume one, Nicole, clearly. At, Chris, at Christian school. You didn't teach that when you were a teacher? No. You didn't, sorry. That the gangsta bitch didn't come up in didn't spelling, up. Didn't spelling up. No. class? Nope. All right. Well, um, he's also alleging that he may be entitled to a portion of royalties from her entire career. What an idiot. (laughs) Her entire career? Well, Nicole, it's because the mixtape laid the groundwork for her success. Don't believe that's true, first of all. I think people would have known her without even her music tape. Who even knows of this music tape, really? I recognize the cover, but I, yeah, I don't listen to any of the songs from there regularly. I like no. Invasion of Privacy. People I like her know new her stuff. music from like her Atlantic Records music. And also her persona, right? Like right. it's for sure. Talk about likeness. Now yeah. that is a likeness that you watch on social media, on Vine. Yep. Right? Vine is where she became popular. Mm-hmm. And the mixtape came after. But like you can't say that all of her <laughs> all of her success is because of this cover art. No. Well, so in August 2019, Cardi gets her chance to respond. Um, she goes to court to testify and kind of loses it a little bit kind of yep um she says there is no proof that he's distressed this is the emo this is speaking to the emotional part of things mm-hmm. where he says he's you know got all this trauma and his pre-k kid is <laughs> running around the house saying gangsta bitch <laughs> she says there's no proof that he's distressed so that he works in a shirt a surf shop and is not a model so sorry <laughs> male model kevin i love how petty she was she's like he's not even a real model <laughs> he doesn't even go here <laughs> <laughs> And then she basically says that she wants to be with her kid and has to deal with a lawsuit over $5 million um, for a mixtape that didn't even make a million dollars. So she's just, she's a little perturbed. I think it's made like 400 was something I found. I would be curious if it even made that much. Like mixtapes just don't make money like that. Yeah. And it probably only made that much because she is who she is now. Right. Right. People probably like went back and bought it. Yeah. If she, if she never made it, quote unquote, 400 for a mixtape. Yeah. For a 50, she paid Tim $50. Fifty dollars. Was she really? I mean, Tim probably would have asked for more if we knew that it was going to be worth four hundred thousand one day. There's no way it made that much. But my favorite part is that she says in quotes, "I got real lawsuits with real shit, and I got to deal with this bullshit. This is four hours long, taking away from my time, my job, my motherhood. That is certainly one way to get on the stand." Yeah, yeah. I think she did not make it easy for male model Kevin's lawyers. I also like really would love to know what the other lawsuits that are in quotes real that she's currently real. dealing with. This one feels quite real, my friend. You're in front of a judge on the stand. Yeah, no, no. She's a, she she was gangsta. This yeah. is nothing compared. Yeah. Maybe not the place or the time for that. She's behavior, got quite a few but, though. Okay. Tell I feel me like some. you're into okay. So she's I was like, you can okay, no, I'll go. You tell me. Um, very nice. We know that she was sued about a year ago actually for using in quotes, stolen music on rodeo with Lil Nas X. And if you haven't listened to our Lil Nas X episode, Mm -hmm. go listen, please. Um, Really good. Other writers said rodeo was substantially similar to their 2017 song, essentially. And I feel like we see this a lot in the music industry, right? Lyrics, melodies, beats, like it just happens. No new updates there. But again, I don't think that this is particularly unique to any one artist. Yeah. Especially in rap, right? The beats, like it just happens. Yeah. Um, Another one, she also got sued for breach of contract by a previous manager. And 
had to go through some allegations that she actually damaged his reputation with her social media posts. But she actually filed some counterclaims in that one for unpaid royalties. Oh, and you know, I feel like you probably shouldn't bring a claim if you've got some claims that, are, you know, could be brought against you. But this this was not the focus of this episode, but it did pique my curiosity to be like, manager, why would you sue her for these things? Because actually it worked out in her favor. Right. <laughs> they reached a settlement in which she was awarded a reported $30 million. Shit. So guess that went well for her. Who can I sue? <laughs> Girl, you need to make some music first. Bring that honors choir life back. Oh, that's good. I'll, I'll come up with some beats for you. Well, okay. So the last one, she's named in a $20 million defamation lawsuit because of an incident between her and her sister, Hennessy, and some Trump supporters. Basically, Cardi and Hennessy accused the supporters of being racist and homophobic, which, shocker, is allegedly may or may, or may not be true mm-hmm. um and started recording them but obviously they kind of dispute this entire incident so I, again this is another one that's kind of still pending so she does seem to have some these are huge real legal issues outstanding i have to say this one sucks though 20 million dollars you yeah. suffered 20 million dollars in damages when you're wearing a maga hat and you're being accused of racism okay <laughs> wow well, um, so around the same time that she gets up te- to testify, Cardi's team also files a motion to dismiss the lawsuit, but it's denied. Um, basically, the judge says that there are issues of fact that a jury needs to resolve. And so to grant a motion to dismiss, the court would have to decide that basically no reasonable jury could find any of male model Kevin's claims to be true. Right. That's the motion. to. So I feel like within this context it, we're, that we're going to talk about, motion to dismiss is a very particular spot in trial stages. So again, the judge, when giving this dis, this denial of her motion, doesn't mean that he's necessarily agreeing or disagreeing with any one party. He's basically just saying, this needs to go to a jury. We still need to hear it out. Yeah, because yep. there, there are facts that need to be determined and I'm not the one to determine them. Yep. So one of her biggest teams, uh, sorry, one of her team's biggest arguments was that the case should be dismissed because his claims, male model Kevin's claims, are preempted by copyright law, which would cover any disputes over original expression. So we've talked about copyright before, but quickly, it copyright is, you know, it, it protects ex, original expressions of ideas, mm-hmm. not ideas themselves. Yep. And here the judge says that this actually doesn't fall within copyright law, since the claims that male model Kevin is bringing revolve around his likeness, right, the tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not saying that he's the copyright owner of the tattoo um, or of the cover of the album. Mm -hmm. So basically, Cardi, none of those arguments work here. Irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even more interesting to me, at least, is the judge seems to allude to the fact that this image or the cover would be highly offensive to a reasonable person and that he may have actually been falsely represented, which addresses Kevin's like false light claim. Mm -hmm. So I do think that it, it seems like the judge is saying, like, I definitely see some things here. Right. This is not completely BS. So I'm going to kick this to the jury and let them decide. Yeah, personally, I mean, if you are married with children, do you want to be like, (laughs) for people who do know his tattoo, I don't doubt that it could cause some confusion for them and think, oh my God, did did Kevin pose for this? Yeah. And it is pretty suggestive. I mean, it's pretty, it's an aggressive cover art for a lot of folks. So I can can see that, you know, some people may not care about that. But again, this is the reasonable person standard, which 
always in law school frustrated me because I was like, I've never met a reasonable person. What does that even mean? I'm not reasonable. I just feel like there are so many variations of reasonable. Like I'm reasonable in my mind. Yeah, well, we're reasonable but, at know, times, yeah, right? So I'm like, who is this reasonable person right. that's just always reasonable? Yeah. But that's why these things go to juries, mm-hmm. and the jury is going to decide. Mm-hmm. So August 2020, fast forward a year, the judge asks the parties to sit down and try to mediate the dispute and come to a reasonable settlement. Okay, so what's a settlement? We've Again, we've talked about this before, but it's basically an agreement to resolve a dispute or a conflict and end the need for any trial or mm-hmm. court hearing, right? Let's mm-hmm. just cut our losses yeah you know it's taken a lot of time it's very expensive so let's just talk it out and see if we can come to a settlement and the courts will often review the settlement after it's made to just make sure it's fair yeah um but the court isn't really intimately involved in this process between the two parties and we talked about this but why why would you want to settle you want to make sure that you avoid more costs because lawyers are expensive your time cardi was you know as you broke it down for us not really digging having to be in four-hour depositions. <laughs> um, and it's just stressful, too. Um, let's just save the, cut our losses again, and, and let's, just, let's just end this. But no success. Allegedly, you know, Cardi's team and Cardi offered him a substantial amount, whatever that means, a substantial amount of money, and he said it wasn't enough. And I think it's also worth noting, so you think about the timing, right? Because it was August 2020. I would imagine the court was like, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, can you two just sit down and figure this shit out? Like, we have more serious matters that are now delayed by months of courts being closed. I mean, obviously, eventually, like, things got back on Zoom. But I'm sure they had so many more serious things to deal with. That they're like, are we arguing about a mixtape cover right now? Right, <laughs> like, right. Are you guys fucking kidding me? I agree. And I think this, I mean, we're going to get into it, but this whole $5 million thing, I'm like, come on. She offered you a substantial amount. That's where I feel like a lot of these claims come. They just want something. For sure. He just so, wants, he wants to retire with this. Yeah. I'd love this. I mean, yeah, if he's working at a surf shop that requires him to not wear a shirt. It doesn't take a whole lot to retire. I think of those there. restaurants that say no shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. I'm like, so this guy can't eat anywhere. Like this is how bad it is for him. There's no shirt. I mean, he no also shoes. needs to show his back tattoo. That's how everybody knows him. Don't forget. <laughs> right. Well, so in December of 2020, so a couple months after that, Cardi's team files another motion asking the court to dismiss the case. Um, Her main argument being that the covers, again, kind of similar to before, the covers image is a transformative fair use of male model Kevin's likeness. And again, to transfer, you know, constitute transformative fair use, the, the image must have a significant kind of change to make it something more than like mere likeness or imitation. Again, mm-hmm. the judge denies her motion, so she's not really... She's not, she tried she's again. She's having the best luck with this. I feel like they try to refine their arguments. They pointed to, like, more changes, but all the changes, like we talked about, it was, like, tilting of the, the right. image, and, and, you know, the back tattoo was, like, slanted, and I'm like, but it's the same tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter how you look at it. And so this time, the judge states that, in quotes, a reasonable jury in this case could conclude that there are insufficient transformative or creative elements on the album cover to constitute a transformative fair, a transformative use of plaintiff's tattoo. And the judge is gets real specific. So I think he's like, please stop bringing this fucking motion <laughs> to my life. And so he points right. to the album cover artist, Tim, admitting that he wasn't a graphic designer and that he literally just copied and pasted it mm-hmm. and altered it only to fit the male mo- uh, model model's body position and Cardi's original image, since that right. was like what they use. Right. And he says, you only remove the neck tattoo and portions from the biceps. But again, these changes didn't seem to be creative decisions so much as changes needed to kind of fit the two images together. Mm-hmm. And then the judge also says they barely touched the main part of the tattoo, which is the, the tiger and the snake battling. So they're like, right. 
no, my friend. Yeah, Let me tell you the exact reasons why you did not transform. Get out of my face. Right. I and mean, personally, I think that one's going to be a little bit tough when it goes to a jury. Yeah. It's literally the same thing. Yeah. Um, Cardi's team also argued claim the, you know, all of Kevin's claims should be barred by the statute of limitations, but the judge denies this because of how late they requested this. So again, they've been going at this for three years mm-hmm. at this point. And the statute of limitations is basically the maximum time after an event within which a legal proceeding may be initiated. So basically they're saying, Hey, male model Kevin's claims are from so long ago. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be dealing with this anymore. But it's also like, personally, I was like, well, you've been in court this entire time, so you probably should have said this later. Just because the trial has been, you know, postponed so many times doesn't mean you can get off of, you know, get away with this off of a a technicality. I feel like they bring up statute of limitations all the time in SVU. Yeah. Liv is always like the statute of limitations is up. Like, do you know what that means? (laughs) The writers, like, I I saw this once. Just say it. (laughs) I saw this once and I thought it sounded smart, so let's just put this in there. She's basically one step from saying I declare bankruptcy, but go ahead. Me too. Um, but in a win for Cardi, the judge did cut an expert called by male model Kevin, who was going to testify to the damages and say that 84% of the revenue was generated by streaming and downloading where the cover art appeared, which I find to be ridiculous personally. So apparently if this guy was able to testify in court, he was going to say that approximately a million dollars was generated based on searches where her cover art appeared plus $554,000 for the use of his likeness on volume two of the mixtape, which originally I was like, but this image was not on volume two. So what he's saying is that because of the way that it would autoplay from volume one Mm -hmm. to to volume two, because his back tattoo was on volume one that then led to volume two, he also should get that money. He naturally must be wrapped up in that one too. Because people obviously got to volume two and they were still thinking of male model Kevin's back tattoo. I only listen to music based on cover art. So this makes total sense to me. Um, so, you know, luckily for Cardi, the judge doesn't think there's any basis for this or for saying that listeners decide what music to listen to based on cover art, exactly what we just said. She also earns significant portion of money from sites that don't even show her cover art. And he doesn't believe Cardi would have made nothing without using this guy's back on the cover, essentially. Right. So I feel like this really brings his damages into a shaky view. And in my head, I'm like, guy, you should have just went for the settlement money, right? Oh, for sure. Because I don't doubt that some of these claims are going to be, you know, held up, Mm -hmm. but how much money you get from them is a whole nother issue. you got to prove how much damage was done. It just, I'm really curious. I mean, yeah, it's going to be really hard to prove that number. I would imagine whatever that number actually comes down to be, like once the jury has gone through with it and there's like a real expert who gives him like, legitimate kind of evidence mm-hmm. i feel quite confident that she probably offered him more oh i because think so she too. probably offered him a million just to make it go away right there's no way a jury is going to say that a million dollars in sales for a mixtape which actually doesn't typically sell for anything mm-hmm. are going to be due to him and definitely not the five million that he's asking for i completely agree I'll, I'll okay in my understanding kevin the most i will say i will choose wine based on the labels I'm going to be honest. For sure. Oh, I don't, for sure. I don't know anything about wine, right? Yeah. And so, so I you think... like depend on the visual. What's the prettiest label? Mm-hmm. That sounds mm-hmm. good. I look for so, a nice font. <laughs> exactly. A nice picture. <laughs> or if it's like something edgy, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to feel scandalous when I when I drink this bad boy. Yeah. So with music, but it's not the same with music. Like I like the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if the cover art, like I was really trying to think, 
if I was trying to discover new music and I do listen to rap and hip hop, I love it. So if I was trying to discover new music and I saw this image, I'd be like, I would be intrigued, right? It is provocative. I'd be like, oh, what a badass female that she's like in this power position, right? Um, but if I didn't like her music, would I continue to listen to it just because of just this back tattoo? Out. And also I'm going to say, it's not his particular back tattoo. It's a snake. Like it's just a weird back tattoo. First of all, like mm -hmm. I don't even think it's that great of a tattoo. Mm -hmm. It could have been, he, the guy could have had no tattoos. I mean, we all know how I feel about tattoos, so maybe this is skewed. Or he could have had different tattoos. It wasn't not the tattoo that kept me. It was the what she was drinking a beer while this guy goes down on her that I was like, oh, shit, this is edgy. Yeah. Yep. I just had a, I, I've been holding that Thank in. Thank you, clearly. That was a lot. That, well, I appreciate you still staying here. I mean, you're staying here for the podcast, but this is when I know I have I you. I can't go anywhere. So, I gotta, so I gotta, yeah. I gotta talk. Stuck here for another soapbox gotta, moment from you. I gotta talk to you about this. <laughs> Um, so the judge asks the parties again to sit down and try to mediate the dispute, which how do you think that's going to go? Well, where are things now? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I went off a soapbox, like you said, and I really would like this, you know, sip my water. So if you want to, okay. if you want to talk about this. Well, so as of March 19th of this year, they couldn't reach a settlement. Um, the mediator says that Kevin model still Kevin model, male model, Kevin, um, <laughs> get his <laughs> fake name, right? <laughs> Sorry. Male model. Kevin still wants to go to court and litigate, but Cardi's team is basically willing to go on with the talks because obviously they're like, let's wrap this shit up. Like we don't have time. We don't want to spend, you know, the efforts on this. I want to know how much he's making off uh painter's lawyers maybe it's a contingency do you mean how much he there's no way he i don't know how he's affording this to be That's it, what I was that, thinking. yeah it must be contingency you're right, right? And as a reminder contingency is when you basically pay your attorney based off of how much they win for you yeah and if you do, if you don't win then you don't have to the pay attorney them. gets nothing right right so that's got to be that i mean i don't want to you know be on my high horse about how much he could possibly make working at a surf shop but again, if he doesn't have to wear a shirt to work, I'm guessing not too much. <laughs> Unless he's like the manager and that's his policy. Go shirtless. Go shirtless. Tell me which one so I could not go to the surf shop. Gross. Well, so they're going back for a settlement conference of August in August of this year. Um, so we're about, about what, two months out now. Mm -hmm. um, so 14 days before the conference, Kevin... Oh my God, I can't get which, the model, model, the model. Kevin. I just don't, I don't, it's, I mean, fine. it's fine. Male model Kevin and his lawyers basically have to let her team know what terms they'll be willing to accept. And then, so then Cardi will have 72 hours from then to respond. And then the parties would immediately have to contact the court and arrange a telephone conference to discuss this with the judge again, because the judges do actually re review the fairness of settlement and mediation terms. I am yeah. very skeptical based on what's happened so far that there's going to be any success in August mm -hmm. unless they offer him some like exorbitant amount of money to make this end. Right. I feel bad for this judge. I think about this a lot with lawyers or judges who have the most like crazy cases before them. Mm -hmm. And like this guy is like coming home after a long day to be like, God damn it, male model Kevin. Why don't you just take the settlement? Yeah. Oh, for really? sure. And like, I think about how he felt writing his motions to be like, because uh, he says male model Kevin, but male model Kevin was going down on Cardi B in this cover art, so which awkward. he doesn't say cover art, right? He, or sorry, he doesn't say going down. It's cunnilingus. So like how many times cunnilingus was mentioned in this motion? <laughs> I'm like, the things that, that would you... be so awkward to read, but uh, okay. <laughs> and like studying the album, right? So he's like looking at the album cover versus male model Kevin's tattoos. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be my favorite case. I'd, I'm, you know... I'd be amused. I don't like to talk about Certainly. things like that. I, so. I know. Not, I'd be not my jam. But compared to like, th this has to be more exciting than I other would rather cases. do with Patrizia. 
Oh, a murder trial? Yeah, for Full sure. on murder trial? For sure. I'm fully invested. Well, yeah. Do you my- want me to be the FBI? A PI? I'm out there. I'm in the streets. You're in the streets. I'm getting the evidence. You're <laughs> in the streets. I'm You're getting the evidence. I'm circling the, the witnesses. The <laughs> You're getting people leaving the book fair to go to I'm the I'm reading line. diaries. Like, if you ask me to read somebody's diaries for a job, like, boom, done. Yeah. You will read diaries for, for a sure. job. Mm-hmm. You will just read people's. So then why are you going to get on me on my soapbox? You want to hear what I have to think? Mm-mm. Not my, no, not my diary. You don't want to read my diary? No. I feel like I get enough of your diary just talking to you every day. That's really rude. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry to that person if you're still listening to us because we just talked about ourselves for a few wow. more minutes. Um, Wait, we've apologize. talked about what Cardi is though. So these days, I just wanted to, I like I was to, just apologizing. You could still talk about no, Cardi. We're not apologizing to her. So anyways, Cardi is apparently making her next album, which I'm really excited mm-hmm. about right now. Um, cannot wait for that to happen. She's been doing, I think she's also been working on a collab with Reebok mm-hmm. for like Mommy and Me sneakers because mm-hmm. you know she's got culture, baby mm-hmm. culture. Culture. Um, so Cardi is really out here living her best life. And so it makes sense really? that she's trying to just wrap this shit up and like keep it pushing. Bigger and better things to do. Yeah. Should we go to her concert? I'm so down. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, hopefully Meg will, will like make an appearance. Yeah. Who knows? I feel like she'll roll deep. Shoot, maybe uh, Migos will come on. I'll be so happy. Yeah, well, speaking of Migos and Meg, um, please feel free to share this podcast with all of your friends who love Meg, Migos, and Cardi B. Oh, it was like your friends Migos? <laughs> no. Cool. I wish. Wow, that would be fun. Why if you your that? friends are Migos, they also or you know somebody with us. a huge following, <laughs> it would be lovely if you could share us with them. Uh, we'd love to collab. We Just could a talk white to, one. We could talk to Migos about their legal claims or, yeah. or not. Yeah. Whatever Migos wants to talk about, really. We're here. Or, or your friends, you know. Just send them along. We'll yeah. talk to anybody. Agreed. All right. Well, thanks. No advice. I almost wrapped us up. Should we just skip that part? I don't have any today. You don't have any advice? You're going to leave them adviceless? Uh, you go first. What's your advice? I'm going to say if you work at a place that does not require certain articles of clothing and you have an opportunity to put six figures i would say probably she he got at least six to seven figures mm-hmm. worth of money just to go away mm-hmm. just go away buy yourself a shirt my advice would be don't show your kid pictures of you doing inappropriate things and then claiming that they were traumatized by it mm. to try and win some money well he didn't do it it was his likeness it was stolen whatever well he still showed it to his kid i maintain there was no way that child saw that elsewhere i'm gonna build so now your that. kid's gonna be traumatized forever you're gonna have to pay for phys- not physical emotional therapy so maybe physical if he's running around <laughs> saying gangsta bitch walls, yeah. and i would say just maybe be more open too like you know you could talk about sex maybe not pre-k but you know pre-k get, feels get, early. get ready for it <laughs> feels real early <laughs> well this kid was just opened up to the streets now so it's time for now him to get real streets. all right I'll he's, see him out in he's the streets. He's away from the book line. He's getting to the bloodline. So yeah, we just need right. to prepare I'll see this him. I'll meet him there. Okay. See you there, little guy. All right. Now with that, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Legally Judgy. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk as much as we love the sound of our own voices. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Also, feel free to connect with us on our socials at Legally Judgy. Until next time. Bye.